Hello, my chickens. I have an amazing little treat for you today. So this is a special bonus episode of the podcast, Short and Sweet, and it is an excerpt of a much longer conversation that I had with my teacher and mentor, Brooke Castillo, all about the current situation, the COVID pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, and how we are seeing our clients and students dealing with it and how people are coping or not coping with managing their minds during this time. So in the full interview, we go into all of the stress that people experience around health anxiety, around trying to manage other people's behavior, around kind of their productivity. We talk about you know, what our experience has been during the pandemic and how we have been teaching and coaching our clients and our students and what kind of common thought patterns we're seeing come up and what we think is the best approach to dealing with those. So I've put an excerpt of it here for you guys to listen to, and I don't want to overload everybody. This is just an additional podcast, but the full episode, the full interview, it's about an hour-long conversation is available on the Clutch. So if you're a Clutch member, you can go to the pandemic resources section in the membership site where we have all of the bonus resources that we've been using around the pandemic, the same place where the daily resiliency workbook is and all of the bonus coaching calls and webinars, all that stuff. You will find the video there. And the audio is also on your private podcast feed for all the bonus podcasts. And if you are not in the Clutch and you have been thinking that you just wanted a sign to join, let this be your sign. (laughs) Come join us, listen to the whole interview and take advantage of all of the bonus resources we have for the pandemic and everything else in your life. So if you want more information on that, you can text your email address to plus one three four seven nine three four eight eight six one. That's plus one three four seven nine three four eight eight six one. And we will send you a link to the info or you can just go to unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash the clutch And if you are in the clutch, never fear, it is already in your pandemic section of the membership site with all those bonuses. So I hope you guys enjoy this excerpt and you find it helpful. And if you want to check out the whole interview, come join us in the clutch. I think a lot of people are really struggling Mm -hmm. with being alone. And, you know, I just coached a woman who's, she's very social, always has her friends over all the time. And she's in an apartment by herself and doesn't want to leave and is afraid no one will be able to come take care of her if she gets sick. Have you talked to clients like that? Like, Yeah. I mean, it's like we have brains, so everybody's struggling, right? Like the people who want to be alone want to be with other people, and the people who are with other people want to be alone, right? Yeah. And I think- what I mean, what I told her was like, this is such a beautiful opportunity, right? To get to know yourself and understand your brain. And I just don't think she liked that answer at all. No, they usually don't in the beginning, I feel like, (laughs) right? Like, you know, you've coached well when your client is angry and confused by the end of the coaching session and they're just like, I'll just not in humor her so I can like stop talking about this. And then it can like (laughs) sink in later. But I mean, I think because I do a lot of coaching, I tend to get a lot of like single women or women are just dating and stuff. And I so I do a lot of coaching on loneliness anyway. I think Mm -hmm. like we've all experienced being in a big group of people and feeling totally alone. Yeah. Right. Or like being on the couch next to your partner and feeling horribly alone. Yeah. Like it really yes. doesn't have to do with the physical presence of another person, right? Loneliness is a feeling created by your thoughts. And so, right. and we all have those friends who like we don't even talk to for three years and then it picks right back up, right? And we like feel yeah. close to them, even though we literally have no idea what's happening in their lives. Right. Or, like right. what's going on. So I feel like it's such a good, yeah, opportunity to really 
engage with that and and also to allow it to be what it, I think because everybody on usually when you're going through something it's not like the news is also agreeing with you that your life is terrible right like right. there's such right. a like right 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 like, that is interesting you usually like, have your own personal private crisis yeah exactly but now it's like everybody's having the same thing and so everybody's talking about how terrible it is so it's like so easy to forget that it's your thoughts right and then i think like any negative emotion we have we're like well it's only because of the pandemic it like once the pandemic is over everything will be great again as if like it's like we always have amnesia, right? We like forget who we were 10 minutes ago. We're like, like before no. the pandemic, I didn't have any negative Exactly, <laughs> right. I was extremely, I was always productive. I got everything done. I never felt bad about myself. I had no buffering. And plenty of money, yeah. It was fine, yeah. But like, yeah. of course that's not true. So I've had this interesting experience where some people have been like frustrated at me not having a horrible time, right? Oh, yeah. So it's quite not. Rude being miserable or thinking that maybe I'm lying and that I really am miserable, but I'm just pretending (laughs) not to feel that way. And that I'm really terrified, but I'm trying not to be. And I think that's kind of the theme that I've seen so much of is other people thinking other people are doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like there's a proper way to do a crisis. Yeah. Read my manual. This is what you should do. And if you're not doing it this way, like I went into Whole Foods and like the lady was so cheerful. She was like, well, hello, what can I help you with? And I was like, no, no, what is happening? It was so like interesting. I was like, and then I noticed everybody in that store that was working there, super friendly, super cheerful, lovely. And I was like, oh, that's a management decision. Like Mm -hmm. that group of people, they are just, and it was like, by the time I left there, I just was in a totally different state. And then I went to Target to try and find toilet paper, which is ill-advised. Yeah, that's a, that was a loss. There's call. no toilet that's paper. The beginning. <laughs> There's no toilet paper. You need me to ship you some? We have, we have some stock up here in Hancock. <laughs> I can send some nothing calls. in Target. And it felt like I was in prison in there. Like mm. it was the whole energy was, di- and it was like so fascinating to me. I'm like, same C. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to social distance. Everyone needs to be wearing masks. Everyone needs to be careful. And yet they're handling it in a way that's just so lovely. Whole Foods is just so lovely. And mm-hmm. like, we don't have to like be miserable, like TSA agents. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. Like, but, and the people who have a lot of opinions about how we should do things had a lot of opinions pre-pandemic about how we should do things, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's the same people. Like I for sure am getting a lot of like everybody who is visible, like a lot of feedback about what I should and shouldn't talk about and what I should and shouldn't do with my business and my life. You know, everybody's an expert, but it's like, of course, the same people who had a lot of opinions beforehand. Well, and that, that if something serious is going on in the world, that we should all be serious about it all the time. There's a crisis going on. So everyone should be in this very heavy, somber. People think it's irresponsible to feel yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like the responsible thing to do is to panic, which is why I'm always like, yeah, that's why they train Navy SEALs to panic and feel terrible all the time because that's mm. the safest, most responsible way to handle a crisis. Right? Of course not, right? They're like trained to become in a crisis and just evaluate what action to take. But like we associate right. anxiety with like responsibility. Well, and even beyond that, like people will say to me, well, like, but you could die. Right. And you're like, like, well, I was immortal before coronavirus. <laughs> but I'm so. like, yes, you can die. Exactly. Any day, any minute right. you can die. 
So I'm not going to spend my life thinking about dying. I'm going to spend my life thinking about living and then I'm going to die someday. And that's okay. So wasn't that so good, you guys? That was just five minutes of this hour-long conversation. We actually have the video in the clutch also if you (laughs) want to see my crazy hair I had because I didn't really realize we were doing a video. We have both. The video and the podcast is on the private podcast feed, which is those of you who are in the clutch and you just haven't like checked in the last few days, we have a private podcast feed now, which is amazing. It means you can get all of the lessons and all of the private bonus podcasts I do for the clutch and all of the bonus webinars, like everything you can listen on your phone just through like a private podcast feed. So it'll show up in your podcast app, like a whole other podcast, all clutch goodness. It's amazing. Anyway, so one of the things that I think was so powerful from that excerpt and that we kind of go into more depth in in the interview, and I want all of you to be thinking about is like, okay, the pandemic is here. We are all coping in our different ways. Our lives are looking different, but now we're getting into this is our regular life for right now. And how are we going to handle that? And what are we going to do? And it's so interesting because in the first kind of few weeks of the pandemic, I was seeing a lot of pandemic-specific coaching coming up, which totally makes sense. And now what I see is that all of the kind of pre-existing patterns and issues that my students and clients have are coming up again, which is natural, just in this different scenario. And so all of the ways that women are taught to doubt themselves and undervalue themselves and always feel like they're failing and always try to manage everyone else's experience and try to do everything for other people before themselves, like all of that is being so heightened by being in this national crisis, right? And so that is something that we are working on a lot in the clutch. And I want all of you listening to kind of notice that for yourselves. Like, do you see the ways in which the socialization you've gotten as a woman or as a person who, you know, was raised or identifies as a woman, however you interpret it, like, do you see the ways that that socialization is really impacting how you are trying to deal with the pandemic and maybe how you're allocating labor in your household or how you're prioritizing your children over your own sanity, right? Or how you are feeling responsible for lots of things that are outside your control, Like none of that is an accident. It's all because of the way that you have been taught to think about yourself and other people. And that is why I think this work is more important now more than ever, right? Whenever we are in a crisis or a kind of acute situation, it just turns the dial up on all of the kind of internal and external inequalities that were there and thought work and learning how to manage your own mind and kind of take control of your own brain and your own life is all the more important. So if that is something you want to do, it's hard to imagine why you wouldn't. (laughs) But if it is, then I want you to come join The Clutch. Again, you can sign up at unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash The Clutch, or you can text your email to plus one three four seven nine three four eight eight six one, and we will send you a link with all the information right to your phone. And when you join, if you want to go find the rest of this whole interview that we did. It is in the pandemic resources section of the membership site. You'll see it a little header on the left-hand side. Once you sign in, there's different ones for all the amazing aspects of the clutch, but there's one with the pandemic-related resources specifically, and that is where this interview will be. All right. I will talk to you guys on Thursday for our regular podcast episode.